Atomic Joints Activated. Welcome back to the Goblin Stompcast. It's me again, Howard from goblinstomper.blogspot.com. Coming at you with another episode. Uh, today is, well, it's Sunday. Chances are I'm going to drop the episode on Monday. But while I had some free, quiet time, I thought that I would record uh, a few segments and help get things organized for pushing the podcast out. So first up, I think what I'd like to do is I had a few call-ins, a few voicemails, which again, Anchor, this is really one of the best features, is that we really seem to be, uh, you know, communicating with one another. People aren't just hearing the podcast, but those with the Anchor app can respond, which is many times I've wanted to yell at a podcast and had no way to do it unless I thought later to write an email, which not something I want to do. But with Anchor, you can just hit the message button and and get, you know, as vocal as you want for a minute at a time, which sometimes people push the button twice or three times, as in the case with uh, Larry from over at Follow Me and Die podcast, who left a few follow-up emails to my previous episodes. So let's take a listen to those and uh, then I will get back to you. Hey Howard, this is Larry with Follow Me and Die. On the uh, alignment languages, that had its roots in chain mail, which as I understand it was sort of a uh, common tongue amongst the different sides on the battle. And so uh, I guess it was analogous to the uh, Lord of the Rings. The orcs in Mordor all spoke the black speech and everybody else that was the good guys spoke uh, the human tongue, whatever it was. So that's, I think, where that all comes from. Hey, Howard, this is Larry with Follow Me and Die. Uh, this time I'm calling about uh, online tabletops, virtual tabletops. Um, been using uh, Roll20 as a player for four and a half years, just about. Advanced D&D every Wednesday night. We just had session 213. Um, as a player, yeah, it's not too bad. As a DM, there is a lot of work. I do have fantasy grounds, and there's a bit of a learning curve. I just haven't had time to sit down with that. Um, I do know that if the Game Master has the pro, whatever the top license is, they can host people with the uh, demo version. One of the players in the Wednesday night game uh, ran us through a session. Hey Howard, Larry with Follow Me and Die again. Uh, the last thing is I'd be curious to know what AD&D or AD&D like supplements you're using with Fantasy Grounds. Um, I found one at one time and my computer died a year ago and I 
don't know if it's on the other drive. I uh, am not finding that download. So I'd be curious to have that as I'm an AD&D guy. Uh, I'd almost uh, offer to play in your Sunday night game, but I'm in a Sunday morning game and uh, that many hours of play on a Sunday may be a little too much at this point. But uh, anyway, enjoy the podcast. I'll talk to you later. All right, Larry, thanks for that. Uh, first of all, thank you for maybe shining a light, certainly for me, maybe for other people, on what those foolish alignment languages are, I guess. At the time, they were not all that foolish. They had a use for war gamers. They never had a place in my game, and I think in any of the games I've ever played in, really. Eh, I don't know. Maybe I've used them. I don't remember. I, it, I, maybe I've used it. It felt like a loophole, you know, like... Uh, Oh, I can't communicate with this thing any other way. Oh, does it happen to be uh, good? Can we talk to it if it's good, if we're good? Oh, yeah, okay. You know, which seems like a loophole, really, for communication. But in any event, that was cool. And also, uh, as far as uh, ways to get you information about the AD&D first edition rule sets and other supplements that are available through Fantasy Grounds. What I will do is shortly after I post this podcast, I will make sure to also upload a blog post and I will include some links. There may already be some links in the in older posts, but I, I certainly won't make you dig for them. Also, uh, you can probably hear them in the, well, maybe you can, maybe you can. I'm in the car now. Uh, I had to take a bit of a ride. I found that uh, this might be a good time to get some podcasting done. Other people seem to have done it from their car with some success. I'm holding the phone. I don't know. It, uh, there may be a lot of ambient noise. I'm not in love with that, but we'll see how it goes. So that's it for, for call-ins. Um, really, there was just one, I, I hope, relatively short topic, although it may garner some um, attention and some feedback. You know, when you're on Twitter... You're going to see some crazy shit. I mean, that's just what it is. Uh, I think I, I tweeted today that they should just rename the whole thing Fight Club. It's crazy. I, people are angry with people for reasons I cannot begin to fathom. People start huge arguments with other people for no good reason, really. And it just seems to factionalize gamers even more. As, as an example, uh, I think and I, I may have retweeted this or, or commented on this that today I saw a tweet that was specifically put out as a call for marginalized gamers now a lot of OSR guys I think will just think that's crazy for any number of reasons but but I I remember like the whole hobby being marginalized really I mean I f- definitely felt uh, that I was a part of something that I couldn't necessarily bring into the the public space or shine a bright light on that that being a player of D&D was not was not popular back in 1982 or 83 or any any I don't know the decade beginning with 8 or 9 really I don't, I don't know it just didn't feel I didn't feel popular and so to call out for marginalized gamers to to participate in whatever and I I can only assume based on the post and, and other posts by that person that by marginalized they meant like L, LGBTQ or uh, I don't know 
autistic. I, I don't know. I don't know. Black, uh, green, orange. I, I don't know what margins they're speaking of. I, you know, I remember when the entire hobby felt marginalized. So <laughs> it's just craziness. But it, I guess we, like, we love our tribes now, right? We love our groups. And, uh, and RPGers, they're just, they're no stranger to this increased level of tribalism. It's kind of a drag because it's something you feel like you want to share with everybody. And, uh, and then, you know, you feel like an asshole for having a point of view about it. Okay. Enough of that. Um, but, but this sort of does tie in a little, a little bit. So this is a little weird. Uh, you know, I don't know what your, what your DM style or your DMing style or GMing style is like, but I can tell you that for many, many years, I have attempted incredibly poorly to run my NPCs with accents. Uh, I have terrible uh, British accents that I've employed. I have awful German accents that I've employed. I have really incredible, like, brutal, brutal like, Italian accents uh, that I've used. I think the majority of the games that I've run, that's sort of the scope of things. Maybe I've thrown a, a bad Frenchman in there, a bad French accent in there, you know, a few times. I'm not going to do any for you now, uh, because first of all, if we ever play together, I don't want to tip my hand. Uh, and secondly, it's just, uh, I don't know, not in a headspace to do it. Uh, but I saw a post, I believe, again, this was on Twitter, so I shouldn't be surprised at how stupid it was. But it was, I, I think it was in a roundabout way, it was leading, because I, th- I think it was asking a question, but the question really was a statement. But the question was essentially, and I'm not going to dig it out or try to tell you who said it uh, or point you in the direction of this particular tweet, but but it was about accents, and it asked if you had ever done an Asian or African, maybe, or Jamaican, maybe it was Jamaican, I don't know, accent in your game, and did, did that feel racist? Okay, I just I want to let that... Uh, that phrase of an accent being racist just sink in for a second because I, I know just saying it I have to let it for myself kind of parse through the machine it's ludicrous At, on every level on every level when you're playing a game of pretend to be other people and act it out that on any level using any accent, no matter how ridiculously far from the original mark it may go, would be considered racist. I mean, we're not talking about, like, making fun of African-American people like the way they were portrayed, let's say, in the movies in the 1930s. Okay. I mean, this is not the modern day version of blackface we're discussing. We're talking about, I mean, look, I never played 
Oriental Adventures with my AD&D first edition. But first of all, it wasn't called Asian Adventures, right? So let's not even well, let's not even dig into that particular pit of weird. But I, yeah, I'm sure if I had, I would have used my best Asian guy accent to be the Asian guy. When you're trying to get the players in the mode of, I don't know, I mean, they're not going to, you're not so lost in the game that you don't know that you're still sitting at the table, but if you're trying to be immersive on any level with regard to the role play activity portion of the game, the rest of it being mechanics, then, uh, then what? Then what are, what are we doing here if you can't be the English, the bad, terrible English accent? Is that racist towards English people? The bad German accent? Does that mean I don't like German people? I have something against them? I, this, is, this whole concept of like racism in gaming, I think, has gone way to, way to the point of insanity. But... But that, that really set me off. And then I thought to myself, am I the only one? Am I on an island thinking that what I just read was crazy? That that there should... That they just... Even having the thought... It never had occurred to me. It never... First of all, I never put a Jamaican person in a, or had a Jamaican accent in a game, an islander accent in a game. I, I guess I keep keep most of my games fairly European I guess in, in general locale like that I'm stealing from the, that I build my worlds my mythological worlds around I don't know the, the British fairy tales and the Germanic fairy tales that I guess I grew up with right I mean I don't have I don't have an archive in my brain of you know African folktales. I mean, uh, you know, Anansi, yeah, I, I get it. I, I know these things, but but they're not prominent. They weren't prominent in the literature that I that I read. I know that they are more prominent now than they may have been when I was growing up, but yeah, I'm not getting a, a lot of this uh, junk. So, so I just want to throw that out there. I'm in about 10 minutes, and I think with, um, with voicemail and with the intro... That's gonna that's gonna push the limits of this podcast. I've, I've definitely found that keeping them shorter, I feel like, is better. So I'm curious, you know, what's your what's your accent, gameplay accent thoughts? Use them. A lot of DMs, I think, don't do it. Uh, I've definitely played with DMs who tell a story and they act out an NPC and they have never once used an accent. Uh, I do it. I don't know because it feels right. Sometimes when I'm playing her Volkstad or whatever that uh, I play him with a bit of an accent or you know Queen Ulrika I give her an accent a German accent if I'm you know you know if I'm playing you know I don't know I don't know just it's just crazy I don't know I don't know what I'm seeing anymore sometimes so uh, I don't know if that's like specifically an OSR thing really that uh, that I would feel that way about that particular sentiment or is that an age thing? Am I just old? Yeah, which I get. Maybe I'm just old now. 
and all this stuff that people are fighting about seems like complete nonsense to me uh okay so that's it that's the podcast for today i hope you've uh you've thought about this a little and i hope that you give me some feedback on it and uh, i'm about to i'm headed home now i'm going to be uh, spinning up some AD&D first edition on fantasy grounds for a couple of pals and then i think on thursday we're back to the axe game with the mixed gm at the helm shout out to my man mixed gm also known as not john dacre on twitter and uh, I'm excited. I think Kelly's on board this week. I think we're all in. Need to get Hobbs in there, maybe, if he has five minutes on a Thursday night. That'd be cool. He might be too busy. He's doing 47 podcasts. He's got 18 games running. He's got three families. So may not be possible. All right, so I'm going to grab my socks, grab my sandals, get ready to play. Peace out. Game on.